Paris and Los Angeles hosting Equestrian during the 2024 and 2028 Summer Olympics will be a dream for the sport, says International Equestrian Federation Chief Igmar DeVos. Thank you for joining us in the latest edition of ATR Radio. I'm reporter Kevin Nutley with news from the IOC session that recently concluded in Lima, Peru. As one of eight new members elected to the IOC at the session, DeVos will seek to leverage his position to further enhance Equestrian's position on the Olympic program. DeVos spoke with ATR editor Ed Hula following his election. I'm talking with Ingmar DeVos, president of FEI, the International Equestrian Federation, and a brand new IOC member. Uh, voted in at the session in Lima. Congratulations, Mr. DeVos. How does it feel to be an IOC member? Well, uh, it's, uh, it's an honor and I'm very proud and very happy, uh, especially also as it is a recognition uh, for, uh, for my community, for uh, the FEI, uh, the International Federation, I believe for, for what we have done uh, over the recent years, especially in the field of uh, embracing uh, agenda Olympic Agenda 2020, uh, and also uh, our efforts uh, for good governance. Is it really, uh, FEI Equestrian has always been a part of the IOC membership, it seems, for years and years, so it's almost a, a tradition that there be an IOC member from this federation. Well, I wouldn't say that because I'm uh, only the fourth uh, FEI president who is uh, an IOC member uh, after uh, 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 Princess Royal, uh, Donia Pilar, and, uh, and uh, Princess Haya. So I would not really say that it's a, a very long tradition. But it is at least a modern one that you would be part of the uh, organization. You mentioned Olympic Agenda 2020. How has that affected your federation and the sport? Well, I think uh, it, uh, it has been uh, the, uh, the catalysator for many uh, reforms. Uh, it was uh, for us, particularly uh, with regard to, uh, to our position in the Olympic program, a kind of a wake-up call that we had to start thinking how we could attract uh, uh, broader audiences to start uh, using uh, these modern uh, social and uh, digital media, uh, but also increasing the number of flags. And uh, I think uh, after a process of two years, and it was not an easy one, uh, we managed to, to change our formats uh, with uh, uh, increasing the number of flags, uh, reducing the members in the team, uh, no drop score anymore. Uh, and, and, and I think that that was a result of, uh, of Agenda 2020 and especially the approach uh, where it is not only one sport anymore, but where it is uh, events uh, that are uh, individually judged. Equestrian is one of the more I would say technically difficult sports to arrange in any multi-sport event, given you have horses, you have the riders, you have the rings. Uh, is there anything that you need to do for equestrian sport to, to make it more manageable or more economical to stage? Well, first of all, I would say uh, I don't think it's so difficult uh, when I look at uh, the uh, international calendar. We have uh, over 4,250 international events uh, every year. I don't think there are many uh, other international federations that have that many events. Uh, so it must not be too complicated uh, to organize if you have so many events. Now, on the other hand, uh, uh, yes, uh, we need to look uh, how we can make it uh, uh, 
more cost-effective. Uh, that's also our role, I believe, in the Olympic uh, movement. Uh, that's why we uh, introduced at the time the proposal for Olympic Agenda 2020 to, uh, to have a bigger and a greater involvement of the international federations in the delivery of the Olympic Games. And uh, I believe that Rio was the best example for it, uh, where uh, we have been uh, uh, really from a day-to-day -day, uh, uh, position, uh, working uh, together with the organizing committee to deliver the games and to have the best games possible. And I think uh, that was successful. Looking ahead, you have Tokyo in 2020. What are your expectations there? How is it going for the plans for equestrian in Tokyo? Well, as you probably know, uh, we are going back to the uh, venue of 1964, uh, Tokyo Olympic Games in, uh, in Bajikun. So uh, I would call that already a, a, a great legacy from the, the 64 games. Uh, we have a very nice venue uh, there, uh, with, uh, which is an equestrian, uh, an equestrian venue, uh, not only for the Olympic Games, more, but permanently. Uh, we are working very closely together with the organizing committee to put everything in place. Uh, the venue plans have been uh, signed off uh, and everything is uh, going well. The timelines are, uh, are followed, uh, so we are quite happy, yes. Amen. Paris for 2024, just a, another important center for equestrian sport. Well, I would say uh, uh, we couldn't have... Uh, a greater dream than to have Paris 24 and uh, LA 28 for equestrian sport. I mean, these are two uh, countries with a fantastic history in equestrian, with uh, also many uh, athletes, uh, Olympic medalists uh, in, in equestrian. Uh, fantastic backdrops, if you look in Paris, uh, where we are going to perform in front of uh, the Palais de Versailles. But moreover, I would say uh, these two countries, they have organized, they have hosted uh, our flagship, the World Equestrian Games. So uh, I cannot uh, imagine better candidates than them to organize equestrian competitions in the, in the Olympic Games. And looking to, towards the long term and bringing equestrian sport to more people, uh, getting more participants, younger people involved, are there steps, are there things that the uh, Federation needs to do? Yes, of course, it's a permanent concern. Eh? Uh, I think uh, what with our development programs, uh, we are uh, trying to develop the sports in, uh, in the regions where the sport is not that present for the moment. We see uh, an enormous development in China uh, where we are growing uh, and where the number of competitions, the number of, uh, of athletes that are participating in our sport is, uh, is increasing a lot. Uh, you know that we have a very specific uh, uh, group of people that, that uh, are looking for equestrian competitions and sport, which is uh, young, young girls and, uh, and in the gender equality picture that, that goes very well. Uh, so yes, it's a concern, but we are, uh, as I said, we are growing and we are uh, all the time getting new fans and, uh, and yeah. We are very optimistic about the future for our sport. Well, Ingmar DeVos, thanks very much for talking with us today. New IOC member, president of the International Equestrian Federation. Best of luck to you. Thank you very much, Ed. That was new IOC member and FEI president Ingmar DeVos talking about the future of his sport while in Lima, Peru. Thank you for joining us on the latest edition of ATR Radio. I'm Kevin Nutley. Have a good one.